Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue. And Mom is making me record another episode. I'm really tired. This is a tired night. Making me do it. For Mallory. Okay, so Mom... We, what, how long has it been since you, uh, went to the doctor, went to the dermatologist? Um, it was early April. Well, that doesn't help anybody depending on when this is. So it's been actually just a little over eight weeks probably. Yeah, it hasn't been very long. It hasn't been very long. I've learned, I, you know, I've accumulated a lot of information. This is, this happened really fast and, um, so you went to the doctor and Mm -hmm. you went to the dermatologist. Mm Mm-hmm. And you had them look at a spot in your because leg. Because I, I thought what I had was a su- suspicious area on my leg. And they said, yep. <laughs> and they sa- and they immediately said, you know, this has to come off. We believe that this is cancer. This is melanoma. And melanoma, of course, is the worst possible skin cancer you can get. It leads to death. Um, if anybody's been watching the news or listening, that's what Jimmy Carter had. He had melanoma, and it actually progressed to, you know, spots in his brain. Mm-hmm. Now, fortunately, there he took on a new treatment, and they believe that it has subsided and there's no longer these lesions in his brain. Oh. Um, but they also believe that that treatment might only work on a specific genotype, like it might not work on every person. So they um, they took a biopsy. Right. So they took they a biopsy in my leg. They confirmed mm-hmm. that it was melanoma. It, is, it was melanoma. I was very fortunate. It was what you call in situ, which means within the body. Uh-huh. So um, it was actually only in the first layer of the skin, the epidermis. It had not even gone to the dermis. So I had basically what they call zero stage melanoma, which means they believe it had not spread to any surrounding tissue whatsoever. Um and actually, sometimes that that's considered fairly unusual. People don't always catch it that early. Um, risk factors are one being white, which I am, and I'm ve- not only white very but fair. very fair. Um, I have black hair, but I have like a what I would call a redheaded complexion, very fair and freckly all my life. And this did come from a freckle that I had had all my life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a new spot. It can be a new spot. Um, it uh, can be 
you know, a pre-existing spot, which mine was, and mine started to go very dark on me. Yeah. And it was very small. It was actually only like they, I think they considered it 0.5 centimeters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and it's, you know, greatest width. And then from there, they, they have a formula that I think the entire area around, you know, they go a centimeter like on each side or, or half a centimeter, I think. I think... I think the actual circle that they took out of it was like 1.5 centimeters. So, but anyway, I had for this little bitty itsy bitsy thing, they took this big chunk out of my leg (laughs) and they wind up taking what I call like a marquee shape so they can actually stitch it back together without grafting. So, so they drew this circle around her, her melanoma area. I was there and then they took out this marquee shape, which so it looked like a drawing of an eye. Right, did. And then they um, they put that piece in a little jar, and it looked like the eye off the book in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> That's what I, how I described it. So I watched. I didn't watch them um, do the whole thing. I watched them stitch her up, and uh, it was kind of funny because the doctor was describing the procedure before. They removed the skin, and he said, now we're going to take a circle around the melanoma, but we have to kind of, like, taper out the ends because, you know, you, you can't sew a circle together. So I and have a dart in my so, leg. No, so right. he goes, he goes, and, and you were a nurse, right? And then I go, and she's a seamstress. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we, we know, you know. So, yeah, we, she has a dart in her leg. Exactly, right. exactly. But this brought us. Um, but, it are, all, but it all went very well. Yes, yes. And, and, and what they said to me is, you know, you have to be so careful of the sun. And what that meant, you know, it meant quite a lot to me, actually. And I had been very careful of the sun. In fact, Mallory and I had started actually wearing, like, rash guard shirts the year before, which is, which means that you're wearing a shirt that is sun protective and, you know, it's got full sleeves and you're covered up and all this. So, you know, what they told me is, Definitely, you know, sun is my enemy, and I have to seek shade, cover up, wear a lot of sunscreen. So sunscreen, 30 plus at least, and you reapply every two hours, or or if you sweat it off, or if you're in the water, um, the best thing to do is be covered up, and again, seek shade, wear hats, and sunglasses. So I'm doing all of that, but... It, <clears throat> It also meant I had to do some research if I was going to sew some of my swimming clothes. Yeah, so this does have to do with sewing. And um, I can't remember if this is what, like, like really inspired me. I think a little bit of my experience um, last year with the, the surf shirts inspired me, but we got even more inspired after after your, you know, melanoma diagnosis and everything. But you... You know, we were interested in making these swim shirts, right. et cetera. And so you did a little bit of research on what what makes these uh, garments effective. Right. Well, and I, I think the one thing, too, that we were surprised about was we started wearing these rash guard or surf shirts. And we're on the beach, and we're actually cooler than we were sitting there in a bikini top. Yeah. I'm, it was really strange. I we didn't always, believe it. I had always worn a bikini you know, like all my life. And then I had Zelda and we went to the beach and I was still nursing her. And I was like, I really don't want to put sunscreen like on my chest and then have it like 
you know, get in be her, part of her yeah, breast be, milk. Be part of be part of the breast milk. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have to wash my chest off, and more importantly, I did not want to have sunburned chest while breastfeeding right. <laughs> the infant. I was like, I do not want to get sunburned. So we bought these surf shirts, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the only way to be. My shoulders aren't getting burnt. Right. My chest isn't getting burnt. You know, I don't even have to worry about We were just, I think, surprised it was so comfortable. And we we thought we'd be hot. Right. And we weren't. And we weren't. Yeah. So what did you find out, Mom? Of course, we bought these, and now we want to make ourselves whatever we we want. We bought some because we're, you know, we're away from home, and we had to buy them. Um, And what I found out is, so... Everybody's fairly familiar with sunscreen, which is SPF. Uh-huh. And that has to do with blocking the UV rays, UVA, UVB. And it has to do with the time you're in the sun. So, you know, the 30 means that you can be in the sun 30 times longer than if you didn't have it on. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. With clothing, it's called UPF. Uh-huh. And that is the ultraviolet blocking factor. Or protection factor. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Protection. So it's UPF. P is in protection. As yeah. in protection. Yeah. And it's it's very different. So if you have something and it says it's UPF 50, uh-huh. that means that 1 50th of the light can get through that fabric. So like they hold the fabric up to a UV source. Uh-huh. I guess like a black light or something. And then they measure what comes through with some sort of spectrometer on the other side. And they, they started doing this actually in Australia. Uh-huh. Um, and so only one fiftieth of that light is coming through that fabric, which means 2%. Yeah, like a big, like huge hardly difference. anything. And it's, that fabric doesn't, now the fabric doesn't like fade over time like sunscreen. You, you don't have to reapply the fabric. Right. But right. it can change. This is really interesting to me. I don't know if you're ready to move on to this, right. but like when the fabric, the color of the fabric and the wetness of the fabric. Right. So the color of the fabric, the darker the fabric, generally the more UPF you have. Okay. Uh huh. Um, and the weave of the fabric. So the closer the weave, obviously, the less light gets through. I I was amazed about the darker of the fabric. And then um, the other thing is the the stretch. So you cannot stretch it over your body and expect it to maintain that. Because, of course, you're opening up the the spaces between the the fibers. Right, the fibers. And then the other thing is what they call the wetness. Uh So when you get it wet, it starts to stretch and open up those fibers. Yes, again. So one of the... One of the articles I read talked about all these people, you know, for all these years in Florida and everything, were putting their little kids in white undershirts. And they thought that they were protecting their skin. Well, apparently the UPF of basically a regular white cotton undershirt and it's bleached cotton, which is bad because that takes away, okay, some of the sun protectiveness. So the UPF on that is like a seven. Oh, yeah. Right. And if it gets wet, it's a two. Right. So it's like nothing. So you're right. putting this T-shirt on. You think you're helping your kid out, and you and you really aren't. And it really needs to be a dark color. Well, and I remember putting T-shirts on to go into the water right. on like day three after I was burned or right. something like right. that. And I didn't want to do it because they got heavy and everything. And that's if it gets heavy, then it's not a good weave. Right. Right. So these these surf shirts or rash right. guards or whatever that we bought for ourselves, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe I was so comfortable. 
and they they dry quickly. They right. wick away. Right. A lot of times it's a wicking type fabric. Um, so the other thing I I looked up. I've I'm 63 years old. Uh, I have melanoma, and I pick up a new sport to do in the sun, which is <laughs> paddleboarding. And I'm like so freaking in love with this so you're constantly exposed to the sun you're not even in the water right you're up on top of the water and there is another thing that you need to think about and it you know sand reflects snow reflects water reflects and that increases your exposure to um the uv light hey y'all darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. So I needed to figure out, I need to go and I need to find out about swim pants. Well, swim, you know, what it really gets down to is sort of like the Lycra workout black pants are about the thing to go to. Yeah. So, you know, you can make those or Mm -hmm. buy those or or whatever. Right. You know, um, I'm kind of liking the ones that come like to my knee or right below my knee and Uh then adding sunscreen on, on the bottom of my legs you know so and again you don't get that hot it's kind of funny like you i thought i'd be in black and i would all these years i've been wearing white shirts so this is another feminist conspiracy theory that no i joke. have okay. okay so i made myself a suit the day before we went to a lake right. <laughs> and it is no I, the morning the morning of the day no, the we mor- went yeah, to right. the lake the morning right. of the day we went to the lake and it is uh, i used the quick sew swimwear and activewear book patterns and that book has a bunch of people from the 80s on the cover, but it is an excellent book. And I made the leotard, actually, it's the leotard right. top because it right. has sleeves, right? So I made like a, a three-quarter length-ish sleeve cropped t-shirt right. and high-waisted shorts. Right. And hopefully I get somebody to take a picture of me in this bathing suit before the podcast. No one wants to do it. No one wants I to have a picture of you. I sent it to you. No, but you're not, in the water. The full, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So um, anyway, I made it and I we, we go to this lake and everyone. Every, First time I paddleboarded. Go yes. Ahead. Every woman there is in kind of like a, a skimpier top or like a lower cut top, even if it's a one piece, you know. And it. I was looking around and I thought. This is all that's out there to buy. 
It's this a, is like the yep. only thing that's out there to buy. And then I had a ton of people stop me and be like, I can't find stuff like that. And I had one lady stop me with a very evident scar on her chest. And she said, I had melanoma here. Right. And I can't find anything to cover up with. And she was wearing like the shawl thing, you know, over a bikini. And then I saw these young girls going to play volleyball. And they're all like, oh, my, my boobs are falling out, you know, and they're messing with their tops. And I'm like, I don't think they like want to be doing that. You know, like I right. think that they would like, I, I think that I'm kind of wishing that we had more options available to us and I'm not a modest person <laughs> like that is in no way any way that anyone would describe me like oh that that Mallory doesn't want to show, show anything show yeah. anything or anything like that no I'm not modest but I do think that it's almost unfair that like if the average person goes into the uh, department store that like your only option is something that kind of like really just like exposes you that might not be comfortable and the reason companies and do this and also is bad for your and health and is bad for your health yes and the reason companies do this is because hello two triangles and some strings i mean who gets right. who gets to say that doesn't fit them you know like well it doesn't fit me right that's what i'm right. saying like you know they oh there you go you know but making a more structured top with like a you know that's underwire right. or something like that or whatever but i feel like we've been sold this idea that that's what of the string bikini, and that's what we're supposed to be wearing. And I'm, I'm won't have it. I won't have it. I'll wear what I want. I mean, I'm not saying that I want to, you know. Well, and one of the things I've come up against, you know, you're not big busted, but right. I still need to wear something under this shirt. Right. Okay. Some people are going to be able to get by with just the two triangles and the string under it, or nothing. I mean, depending my... on how. Uh, did you wear anything under that? No, I yeah. made my shirt. I lined it. Okay, with, with another scuba knit. with a, well, no, I made it with out what of scuba you made, knit, yeah. and I lined it with another thinner knit. But also, I made it out of a really heavily patterned fabric. Right. So i i am I am modest in that I don't like my nipples poking out of right. my bathing suit. Some people don't care, and that's fine. But that's like the one thing about me, you know. And right. so I, uh, you can't, you can't tell. Like, you know, in the in the in the patterned fabric, and so I didn't wear anything under it. I lined the bottoms completely, and you know what? I, you know what I didn't have to do? <laughs> I did not have to shave my bikini line or my armpits. To right, wear because suit. you had a short. T- uh, you had you had more of a but boy like a leg, bike, or a, shorter, a, bo- a boy mm-hmm. leg. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. Well, <laughs> and I've been wearing. Even if I wear the, sh- I wear more of a bike short or a boy cut short because that's one place I used to burn a lot was top you know, of your legs, the t- yeah. right there that che- you know, like right w- that skin that never sees the sun. Well, and I was squatting down with Zelda, right, and like holding her and walking along the beach with her, and I didn't feel like anything was gonna pop out, out, or, hang out. or popping out. And I'm I'm pretty self conscious about like my stomach. You know, and I'm like, that's really kind of silly, I guess. But, you know, I don't want to bend over and, like, have my stomach all hanging out personally. And so the fact that these were high-waisted shorts, I just felt really, like, right. I wasn't worrying about it. And it was nice. So I will I will say my one problem is I still need a swimsuit top. Yeah. Or, or a sports, sports bra. bra to wear under my – and, um, again, there's just no going out in public without an underwire for me. Yeah. Um, so I actually did buy some sports bras that I wound up not wearing and wound up finding some more constructed uh, one-piece swimsuit tops that I actually wound up wearing underneath, yeah. you know, my rash guard shirt, 
uh, shirt, just so if anybody's interested. Um, I actually have another one in the works, another just swimsuit top to wear. So what I hope is I can stitch some of these up and show everybody what I've been doing. Um, I'm really excited about the shirts. Here's the deal. You go in to buy something that's a UPF 50, a shirt, this yeah. little knit shirt, and you're going to pay 30, 40, 40 bucks a shirt. $50. Yeah. And it's nothing. Yeah. It's absolutely nothing. So if you learn about these fabrics mm-hmm. and buy the wicking fabric, buy the right fabric, you know, take it home, get it wet, see if it works. And I don't, you know, some of the knits that we've been using are those ITY knits. Right. And those are pretty inexpensive knits. They're polyester. They dry real fast. Right. They're kind of thin. But they are opaque. Right. You know, and as the long fact, as they're opaque. The fact that they're thin and lightweight like that means that they don't get heavy and stretch out. That's right. You know. Now, the scuba net is dense. It is dense. And it works well too yes um so what i'm i guess my suggestion here is right now these garments are hard to find or they're easy to find on the internet you go and you can find rash guard shirt and all of this kind of stuff but yeah i saw it tops up to 80 dollars. oh yeah uh the thing is is i have learned about the fabric and i can make my own and i can feel confident the other thing is there's a product called sun guard uh-huh and you can wash your fabrics in this and use it in the washing machine. Now, it will eventually wash out, but I guess apparently you can wash it back Reapply into the fabric. Reapply it. Okay. Right. Uh, so the other thing you need to think about is when you do make this swimming suit that you made, Mallory, right. eventually it may get a little threadbare or something, and then it's not so UPF. It's not so protected. Not quite most, as protected. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you do But uh, we will reference some yeah well hopefully articles that i've read linking to um some articles and hopefully a blog post with some pictures of us in our beautiful bathing suits well and i will tell you my husband took some pictures of me on on the um paddleboard and i've got some of the swimwear on that's covering me up and i look fine i don't look like i need a bikini you know i look like i'm doing a sport and i've got on the appropriate yeah, clothes i i really feel like i've i've bought like little bikinis all my life and i'm sort of like i ah, just right i don't i i so you don't have yeah, to have and you don't have to have a bikini to look good yeah no no you know or if if you never wore one you know, you should be wearing sleeves too. <laughs> well, or you know, wear and we think of bikinis as like the the only two pieces, and there's those tankinis, you know, right. but those still can have those super plunging necklines. And everybody, you know, you got to cover up your kids. Yeah, you got to cover up your kids. I'm not. I'm. I will never let Zelda, Mallory's baby, swim without a shirt on ever. I have a little baby shirt for her. Yes. Several, yes. actually. Yes. yes. Oh my! And swim shirts are so freaking cute. Whole reason I had a baby, so I could. I think that swim shirts, uh, swim shirts are the cutest right. garment that you can. Put well, on aren't you gonna make her one to match? Yours, I am. You We're think? gonna have matching bathing suits. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I hope that helps everybody. Um, it's just something that I've kind of come across, and again, because I've had sewing in my life, I did a little research, and now um, I can accommodate myself. I feel good that I found the cancer on time, and I feel good that I know how to take care of myself yeah, now. Absolutely. And hopefully I can pass this on to everybody else. I'm glad that the cancer is gone too, Mom. Yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. 
Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 